Welcome to Magazine Monday, a segment on Cookbook where I go through my food magazine collection. Today's issue is Food and Family Magazine from summer of 2013. This magazine has started putting free issues out in 2002, and then they decided to charge a subscription in 2009 for physical copies. Right now, you can view their archive online when you sign in on their website. However, when I try to sign up, it would redirect me to an error page. Hopefully, it's just a glitch on their website and it can be fixed. Anyway, how this series goes is that I usually go through the covers front and back of the issue and then talk about the table of contents for a little bit and then discuss the cover story slash recipes that they have in summary and also we'll peruse through a few recipe highlights in the issue as well. Firstly, looking at the front cover, there is a picture of a hamburger with macaroni and cheese and melted sliced cheese on top of the burger with top and bottom seeded buns. So a burger with mac and cheese and American cheese on top of the mac and cheese. America. <laughs> Honestly, this is an unusual choice. This is a very unusual choice. I have seen cheeseburger mac before, but never in a hamburger sandwich situation. I don't know. That's just me. On here, they call it the mac and cheeseburger. See what they did there. And that recipe is on page 31 in this issue. Then on the right-hand section of the cover, they put that they have 54 cool ideas for hot days. So, some recipes for hot days. And recipes for parties, potlucks, and picnics. And that's all that's on the front cover. The back cover shows an ad for honey ham. So... Let's just, let's just open her up. Like, it's a very minimalistic cover. I gotta give them that. So, firstly, we got the table of contents. But instead of table of contents, they choose to call it a recipe index. And the way that they separated the recipe index is as follows. Appetizers and snacks, salads and sides, entrees and sandwiches, and desserts. And they also have a few things from every issue that they put in their magazine, such as Note from the Kitchens. And for Note from the Kitchens, it's basically like your editor's note type of deal. And in this issue, this note is about recommendations on what to do with your summer produce by providing a few recipes from cherry, tomato, and basil salad to no-bake garden fresh lasagna and others. Another thing in every issue that they have is a bonus recipe that you can find on their website. The recipe that they've provided here is a no-oven cream cheese flan. F-L-A-N. Just search this recipe on their website, craftfoods.com special, 
click on the search icon, which is the little magnifying glass, type in the no oven cream cheese flan, and it will pop up. And then in every issue, they show new products from the Kraft brand. Kraft is known for making cheese. They are also known for hot dogs and stuff like that. So the things that interested me that they shown in this issue and remind you, this is summer of 2013. So some of these products may be discontinued. And what I've seen in this are Velveeta cheesy skillets in jambalaya and chicken parm flavors. I looked up to see if these flavors still exist, but I haven't seen these particular flavors when I looked them up. But I have seen other flavors like chicken bacon ranch, lasagna, cheeseburger mac, etc. at Walmart. And basically, to me, the craft. Velveeta skillets, I think they're trying to go for the hamburger helper type deal. It's basically a more expensive version of hamburger helper because, you know, Velveeta, because Velveeta is expensive. And I also found it interesting that they have Philadelphia, yeah, Philadelphia cream cheese. With Philadelphia cream cheese, they have it in jalapeno flavor, so this was new at the time. And yes, they still have it today as of recording this in 2022. And there's also a lot of other products that they have highlighted in this issue from rice pudding to hot dogs. But those are the ones that caught my attention. Now, let's get on to the cover stories slash recipes. First off... They have a few burger recipes, including the mac and cheese burger that I have mentioned earlier. There's also a meatloaf burger, a barbecue crunch burger, which is a cheeseburger with barbecue chips in it, and saucy cheeseburgers, which should be self-explanatory. And the rest of the recipes are sides for picnics, potlucks, and parties from Corn cob pops to broccoli pasta salad. I also seen a segment in this issue where they highlight a recipe from their Pinterest account. They highlighted a recipe of stuffed zucchini. And for more of their Pinterest recipes, you can follow craft recipes on Pinterest. They go by the name Food and Family on Pinterest. So if you are interested in that, you can follow them on Pinterest on Pinterest for free extra recipes. Just so you know, I am not sponsored by Kraft in any way, shape, or form. It's just that I forgot to say that Food and Family is a magazine by Kraft. <laughs> and this is what they put in their issues. Anyway, with that out of the way, Let's get on to the recipe highlights. I know this is a shorter intro than usual, but we're already there. Like I said, pretty minimalistic. Let's get on to the recipe highlights and I'll be right back with that. Okay, the first recipe highlight is creamy shrimp diavolo. 
Its prep time is 25 minutes, and it makes four servings. What you'll need for this dish are a half pound of fettuccine uncooked, one tablespoon of olive oil, eight plum tomatoes coarsely chopped and divided, four cloves of garlic minced, a half pound of uncooked medium shrimp peeled, deveined, and cut lengthwise in half, one tub of cream cheese. They recommend Philadelphia Italian cheese and herb cooking creme cream cheese, but I'm sure you can use any cream cheese for this. One tablespoon of balsamic vinegar, fourth teaspoon of crushed red pepper, a fourth cup of chopped Italian parsley, and two tablespoons of grated Parmesan cheese. And of course, with this being magazine from Kraft, they recommend Kraft Parmesan cheese. But again, I'm sure you can use any Parmesan cheese. And now, it is time for instruction time! It says to cook the pasta as directed on the package without salt. Then heat oil in a large skillet on medium-high heat. Add three cups of your tomatoes. Cook them for four minutes or until softened. And then doing while that's going on, you stir the tomatoes occasionally and add your garlic after three minutes. Add your shrimp. Cook and stir for two minutes or until your shrimp turns pink. Stir in your cooking cream, vinegar, and red pepper. Cook and stir on medium heat for three minutes or until heated through. Drain your pasta. Place the pasta in a large bowl. Add your shrimp mixture, parsley, parmesan, and your tomatoes. Toss to coat. And it says as a substitute, instead of using fettuccine, you could use linguine or spaghetti. The next recipe highlight is tangy broccoli pasta salad. Takes 25 minutes to make plus refrigerating. Makes 12 servings which are about a 3 fourth cup each. What you'll need for this salad are 1 cup of farfalle noodles which is bow tie pasta Pasta looks like bow tie, uncooked, six cups of small broccoli florets, one small red onion chopped, one yellow pepper chopped, six slices of bacon cooked and crumbled. They recommend to use Oscar Mayer because, again, Kraft. Oscar Mayer is made by Kraft, but... You could use any bacon if you wish. One craft of real mayonnaise. And they recommend to use craft, but again, you could use any mayonnaise for this. And one tablespoon of sugar. All right. Once again, it is instruction time! Okay. To make this, you cook the pasta in a large saucepan as directed on the pasta package. 
Do not add salt and then add broccoli to the water for the last minute. The pasta boils and then drain. Rinse with cold water and then drain again. When you drain the pasta with cold water, it stops the cooking process. It prevents your noodles from being mushy. That's why we do that. Anyway, place your pasta mixture in a large bowl. Add your onions, peppers, and bacon. Mix lightly. And then it says to put in your remaining ingredients and mix them up until blended. Add to your salad. Toss the coat. Then it says to refrigerate for at least one hour. And it says that if you don't want to use real mayo, it says as a substitute you could use Miracle Whip for the mayo. Miracle Whip or your classic, you know, mayo whip topping. You know your sweeter mayonnaise. Personally, if I were to do this recipe, I would probably use an aioli. That's just because I love garlic. <laughs> but anyway, the next recipe highlight is layered fiesta dip on page 51. Pretty simple recipe. All you need are two fully ripe avocados, two tablespoons of Italian dressing. Again, they recommend craft. Two tablespoons of lime juice, three-fourths cup of thick and chunky salsa. They recommend Taco Bell Home Originals, but any salsa would work, to be honest. One cup of shredded lettuce, three-fourths cup of shredded Colby and Monterey Jack cheeses, three green onions chopped, one tomato seeded and chopped, and two tablespoons of sliced black olives. And now it is instruction time! Alright, all you have to do is to mash your avocados in a small bowl, add your Italian dressing and the lime juice, mix, spread onto a plate, Top with your remaining ingredients. Pretty simple. And it says to refrigerate for at least 30 minutes or until chilled. Also, it says you can serve with tortilla chips and prepared Crystal Light Lemonade flavored drink mix. Sponsored by Crystal Light. No, I'm not sponsored. <laughs> this podcast game sponsors? No way. <laughs> But yeah, it says you could serve with tortilla chips, which would be an awesome serving suggestion. The next recipe highlight is not that far from this recipe on page 57. Blender pesto. As a person who loves food, I love pesto. <laughs> I love pesto so much. Something about pesto just gets me, you know? I don't know. Maybe I just like green sauce. <laughs> I don't know. So what you'll need for this pesto are some Italian dressing, a fourth cup of 
extra virgin olive oil, three cups of fresh basil, which is three ounces divided, a half cup of slivered almonds toasted, three cloves of garlic, and grated Parmesan cheese, which you'll need a half cup of. All right, it is time for instruction time, my dudes. Okay, well, what you need to do is to blend your dressing, oil, a cup of basil, your nuts, and your garlic in a blender until smooth. And you stop occasionally to scrape the side of the blender so you don't get any big chunks in there. Unless you really like a chunky pesto. <laughs> then add your remaining basil in one cup increments and then blending after each addition until smooth. Pour your pesto into a bowl. Stir in your cheese. And they have different types of ways that you can serve your pesto. There's a spaghetti pesto, tomato pesto bread, and also tips on how to freeze your pesto if you want that for the long haul. So for your spaghetti pesto, it says to cook your spaghetti, drain, reserve your cooking water, toss one cup of spaghetti with two tablespoons each of pesto in reserved water, and then you sprinkle with your parmesan. For the bread, you can use a half teaspoon of pesto onto each toasted baguette slice and top with seeded potatoes and chopped tomatoes. Why did I say potatoes? <laughs> oh my god. Chopped seeded tomatoes. Top it with the tomatoes. Top it with your pesto. And then garnish with fresh basil. <laughs> I'm losing it! And to freeze your pesto, it can be refrigerated for up to five days and frozen up to three months. It says to cover with plastic wrap, pressing it directly on the surface to prevent discoloration. And now, the last recipe highlight for today is watermelon lemonade. Watermelon sugar. I, I had to. I'm sorry, Harry Styles. I had to. Anyway, for this watermelon lemonade, you'll need a third cup of fresh mint, half cup plus one tablespoon of Kool-Aid. They recommend lemonade flavored. And then sugar, sweetened, soft drink mix divided. So basically lemon Kool-Aid. Just get lemon Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh my god. A fourth cup of fresh lime juice, four cups of watermelon chunks, and these chunks are in one inch cubes, one cup of club soda, and two cups of ice cubes. Now, <laughs> I have to do this. Watermelon sugar, strawberries on a summer evening. It is instruction time. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing this whole song. You can't make me. Can't make me anyway. It's copyrighted material. Anyway, what you need to do <laughs> is place mint 
and the drink mix, one tablespoon of the drink mix, in a small bowl. Use back of a ladle or bottom of dry measuring cup to crush your mint so the flavors can get out of it. And then mix your mint and drink mix and spoon onto four glasses. Blend up your lime juice, watermelon, and remaining drink mix in your blender until smooth. And then you stir in the club soda. Pour over mint mixture in glasses. Add your ice. Serve immediately. Also, if you're an adult, here's what Kraft recommends. Like, it says, for adults only. So if you're a kid, cover your precious little ears because this is for adults only. Prepare your drink as directed that the recipe says. And for single servings, pour drink into glasses as directed. Add three tablespoons or one and a half ounces of white rum drink in each glass. Or for four servings, add three-fourths cup of white rum to watermelon mixture with the club soda. Continue as directed and enjoy responsibly. We don't like drunkards. Kraft doesn't like drunks. <laughs> anyway, yes, if you're dealing with alcohol, please drink responsibly. That shouldn't even have to be said, but some people don't have common sense. But anyway, yes, it says that you could add rum if you want to to this watermelon lemonade. All right. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. As for this week's book, that's going to be on Friday, guys. So wait for that. Which is the favorite brand name series. I forgot what the title was, but it deals with brand names. I am not going to go through all of the books in one episode. I decided to do them subsequently. It's not in any order. I'm just going to do one book at a time. So it's, there's going to be a few weeks where it's just that series. I don't know which one I'm going to do first until it gets closer to the day. But for now, just expect that this series is going to come. Also, again, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please provide me some feedback. Please, please, please provide me some feedback on the podcast. Like, what do you want me to do for future episodes? Just email me on cookbookpod at gmail.com. That is C-O-O-K-L-O-O-K-P-O-D at gmail.com. Please, I need all the help I can get. Also. You can Facebook me and tell me feedback from there as well. Please be constructive. And now it is time for the uh, uh, outro. Roll it! Roll it! Want to show your cooking skills? Want me to look at what cookbooks interest you? Want to chat? Or you just want to be updated on the podcast? Search and follow the podcast on Facebook. It is called Cook Look Podcast. Or 
you could click the link in the show notes. Or you can email me at cooklookpod at gmail.com. That is C-O-O-K-L-O-O-K-P-O-D at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm Rosemary Coddle, and my username is at cooklookpod on Twitter. You can also listen to this podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. New episodes come out Monday and Friday. Monday is Magazine Monday, and Friday are your regular cookbook cookbook episodes. Thank you for listening. Bye!